It's the Saturday Friends Club. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is Saturday Friends Club. We get together. We talk about the stuff that we like. And now it's Spook Timber. Yay! It's the best month of the year. It's the precursor to the best best month of the year. Well, by the time they're going to hear this, it's going to be the best month of the year. No, it's not. It's still going to be September. It's still going to be September? It's still going to be September. You know, I just lump September I, in with October anyway. It's like a 60-day month. Now, granted, yeah. they could be listening to this, like, this could be the broadcast that goes out to the aliens, like, in year 6,000. So there is the, the opportunity that they have no concept of September or Spooktember. Okay, then it's always Halloween. Yeah. Uh, yes. If, no if other you, holiday. Yes. If you if you are listening to this in some sort of far-flung future, every day is Halloween. Um, you're going to have to find out what that is. I mean, every day is Halloween in Halloween Town. That is mm. true. Mm. We're not in Halloween Town. <laughs> so go to Halloween Town, and you will learn what Halloween is. Yes. But no, I, I like this is moving into the favorite. I think it's my favorite season. I know it's Sabrina's favorite season. Hi, mm-hmm. I'm Josh. That's Sabrina. Hi. Kyle's here. Hello again. Yeah, Kyle. Yeah. Kyle, what's your favorite season? Uh, honestly, that would be summer and like the early stages of fall. So you're like in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like. I mean, I prefer the warmer days. I like the what they call here the Indian summer. Mm-hmm. That last bit of like, why is it so damn hot? So basically, the thing that never showed up this year. I mean, it's not October yet. It still has time. That's about how it was last year. We got a huge heat wave in October. Oh, if I remember. Was it October? So I forget because that one day we had like 107 degrees because you know the San Francisco Bay Area just decided like. Oh, we forgot it the rest of the year. Let's just lump it into a single day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, let's let's just burn everyone alive. Yeah. And then immediately cold the next week. Roast them in their <laughs> homes. Yeah. Oh, and let's put it on a weekend so they can't even like go to work or like go someplace fun or Oh yeah. Fun? <laughs> okay, not fun. Not work is not fun. I know. I recognize that, but let's just make it so that everybody's out of work. So if you try and go anywhere, just everyone is melting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's, yeah like i said that's my favorite time of the year <laughs> you, like... Kyle, you are a strange strange creature i will never change <laughs> <laughs> anyway it is spook timber because as we were uh, as i believe we said at the end of last episode uh halloween can't um essentially there are so many picks that are horror related halloween related spooky related uh, also it's our favorite holiday so and, and we get to pick i guess oh yeah um <laughs> That yeah, we were just going to we're gonna do an extended holiday of this, um, and have fun with it. So yeah, uh, fun, fun, fun. So uh, what we have is three episodes coming up. the uh, The choices that we have this week is Hocus Pocus. We're going to do then Kyle's choice over the garden wall, and then my choice Corpse Bride as the three that are be that will be coming up these next few days. Yay! Yep. Um, all right, so if we should go ahead and get into it, Sabrina, it is your selection this week. This has been a much requested, much thought about, very much in the in the brew of just like, oh, I can't wait till Halloween comes around. Hocus Pocus. Yep. So mm-hmm. what's your what's your history with Hocus Pocus? Um, I'm pretty sure I watched it when they first showed it on the Disney Channel. I could be wrong, but I've definitely watched it almost every single Halloween that we had the Disney Channel because we did not always have the Disney Channel, but I would, I would watch the shit out of any of the Disney Halloween specials, 
And they always made sure to show Hocus Pocus at least uh, once a year. So I've probably seen it like a bajillion times. That was a, a successful, like one of the live action Disney movies, like of that of that era where they were just like, hey, let's make live action stuff for funds. Yeah, <laughs> and they did them for the holidays. So they had a bunch. They would have a special that they did for Halloween, and then they usually, of course, had their ones for Christmas. But the Halloween ones were always my favorite because my second pick for a Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> film I know I've heard Josh it. already knows I've heard it so many goddamn <laughs> times under wraps which I think is like one of the their second best Halloween movie explain it just a little Disney. bit I have never heard of you never wraps. heard of under wraps no. nobody has heard of under wraps shut up Josh that's not true no one on this <laughs> that's planet not- True. Hold on, I'm pulling up the Wikipedia okay. article. Under Wraps Under... is a Disney movie that nobody in the world no. has ever watched, <laughs> but Sabrina. It's 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 Under Wraps, and if you can't guess it, it's about a mummy that comes back to life, mm-hmm. and What's... he's kind of like searching for his lost love. Uh-huh. Um, but this kid like wakes him up, and there's this great scene where the radio starts playing all by myself. And the mummy goes all crazy, and he's like, oh, my God, I love this song. And he's always hugging the radio, and it's the best. He's the cutest mummy. <laughs> and a so, mummy hugging a radio. <laughs> or a boombox. It's more like a boombox. So get ready for that episode and 52 other episodes. Because <laughs> that one's probably coming next year. Oh, but, man. but for now, Hocus Pocus. Uh, so you said you watched it during the Disney Channel like run? Yes. Yes. And it was so successful, they would put it on their channel every year. They did. And so I watched, and I'm pretty, so I'm pretty sure I've seen it almost every single year that I've been alive. Mm-hmm. Almost. It feels like, especially then, that was, like, also the only thing Disney Channel had to run during that time. Like, it's like, Hocus Pocus followed by one show followed by Hocus Pocus. No. 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 Okay. Like I said, they've made other stuff. Yeah, but we're talking like 95 to 99, like Disney Channel. Like it's between episodes of Bonkers that you're like, oh, it's Bonkers. And now uh, another thing, Hocus Pocus. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I think the only other one that I really remember besides the Halloween towns that they did, they had another one called, I think it was called My Mom's Boyfriend is a Vampire. <laughs> Boy. That, that would be a reality TV show now. <laughs> that one's pretty good, too. That's like, if you, you remember those tweets that say explain a movie badly? <laughs> like, like, My Mom's Boyfriend is a Vampire is exactly how I would describe The Lost Boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, no spoilers or anything. But if you haven't seen The Lost Boys by oh now, shame God. on me. Yeah, ends up that you actually start watching it and you're just like, wait, this is The Lost Boys. Oh, I'm adding that to the list, by the yeah. way. We're watching The Lost Boys. Oh, God. Oh, do you like the maggots, David? <laughs> That's the only thing I know from The I, Lost I don't, Boys. I don't know. As much as I was super into like vampires and stuff, when someone like recommended Lost Boys, I was like, okay. And then I watched it, and I was like, "Who are these little bitches?" It's so bad. I mean, this isn't that good. No, it's not. It's it's an icon though, because a lot of it was filmed in Santa Cruz. Oh, okay. So that's why it's a pretty big deal. Like a lot, a lot of people like that movie. It's like, oh, they did they did it in Santa Cruz with Kiefer Sutherland. It's like, 
Wow. Now I know what to do when we go to Santa Cruz. No. Pretend I'm a vampire. No. <laughs> That's not too different than normal Throwing love. maggots and chow mein at people. <laughs> I'm going to make the darkest, gothiest posts and take pictures of myself in a black long dress with a veil over my mm-hmm. head. I'm here in the heartland. <laughs> oh, my Lord. This is the heartland. And be like this Lydia. This is the Lost Boys. I feel like I need to fact check myself now because I'm pretty sure it was Santa Cruz that took place for the Lost Boys. And not like know. Santa Monica or There's something. Something stupid like that. No, I know, I know that it was something in California at least. It's like... I don't want to be like my friend yesterday who's just like, yeah, they filmed uh, Goonies in like the Bay Area. It's like, that was Oregon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Lost Boys uh, released filming locations include Rancho Palos Verdes, Santa Cruz, and Valencia. Oh, thank God. Oh, Valencia (laughs) is probably the other one that I'm thinking of. Talk about being a Hollywood style vampire. But anyway, instead, instead of vampires, how about yeah, witches? Yeah, witches. Okay. Uh, how, that's a thing sup, too. Witches. So, uh, Kyle. My witch. <laughs> Kyle, had you seen Hocus Pocus before? So I have, but the thing that I can't remember was is was this a strictly to TV movie or was this in theaters? This was in theaters. I thought so because I think that was one of the ones that my grandma took me to when it came out. It was like. What, 93, 94? 93. 93, okay. Guess what month it was released. Uh, I'm going to go Not October. October. No. No, it was November? No. Christmas? No. Is it September? Val- the middle Day. of summer, July. <laughs> really? This was, this was released July 16th, 1993. Oh, we probably saw, okay, I bet anything, I went and saw it with my grandma, like, the weekend after her birthday. Because I do remember this movie. The thing that I remember the most about it, though, was um, the making of it. Because they were they were posting it all over primetime TV. Like, the scenes that they were putting together for it and everything. Like, huge sneak peeks into the movie before the movie came out. I remember the scene where they explode out of what's-his-name's room mm-hmm. in his house and fly away. And I remember watching how they put that together with computer effects from 1993 and being super fascinated by it. Because, like, wow, that was top of the line. <laughs> and now I watch it and I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> if only you knew. Now, an interesting point of this to, to the release date for Hocus Pocus is the fact that it came out in July, but it released to VHS on, in September. So they just crank that one directly to VHS as fast as possible. I, and I mean, man, they couldn't wait to not get it on the right date, could they? <laughs> <laughs> this, that was the that was a goldmine opportunity for a Halloween purchase, and they and they flubbed it. But like like Serena said, it was actually a very successful movie. It was, after all, on the Disney Channel year after year after year. Oh, here you go. Here's an interesting and it had thing. Bet Midler in it. In the late to mid '90s, the film was rebroadcast annually on ABC and Disney Channel before speaking, switching over to ABC Family's 13 Nights of Halloween lineup in the early 2000s. Hmm. So, okay, it was annually. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also watched Hocus Pocus. Um, I think I probably watched it maybe three or four times. Like, it was never anything like... I definitely remembered, like, oh, yeah, the, the Spell on You song and the cat and, you know, all, all like, the little beats of it. Um, but, you know, for the most part, like, hey, what what else happens? is like, there's probably a kid and the, the there's there's witches. There's definitely witches. I, I think that uh, Sarah Jessica Parker 
singing. I'm doing air quotes here because <laughs> I don't know that it was her singing. Um, I, I remember that song that she would sing to lure the children away. Mm-hmm. And I think that that easy kind of singing is what got me into things like Enya in my early teens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, in, in all seriousness, I really liked that song. And I think that's my fondest memory of the movie is how much I liked that song and, of course, The Spell on You from, yeah. from Bette Midler and crew. Um, but Sarah Jessica Parker, by the way, in this movie, a young Sarah Jessica Parker. She's actually really yeah. good looking. And so. it was actually sung by Sarah Jessica Parker. It was. That's yes. amazing. She can sing something that is cool. Yeah. Well, she got a face for radio now anyway, so Aww. I'm kidding. That's hard. <laughs> She's got so much money. She doesn't care. No, she really doesn't. Anything I say is just, it just bounces off. Well, some guys are into her her face. Actually, it's not an unattractive face. Like mm-hmm. I, I, because I like doing portraits every now and then. And when I actually look at her face, she has all the right angles and curves in a face to make it attractive. However, at the same time, it's also it's almost too symmetrical, and I think that's what throws it off. Because asymmetry is kind of what brings attraction to a face, I think. But mm. when something's totally symmetrical, it doesn't look right. It looks unreal. Yeah, and I think that maybe she has like a little too close to symmetry going on with her face. She has an uncanny valley face. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Your face is just too good. <laughs> All right, we'll tell you what. Let's go ahead and get into it. Let's get into the details of one movie that involves witches. It involves candles, talking cats. Uh, let's go ahead and start us up a little bit of Hocus Pocus. Mm. Anyone else like getting very big Batman vibes off of that? <laughs> quite, quite a bit, actually. <laughs> just imagining just him just all of a sudden you've got these three witches and then there's just a batarang coming after them. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> wow. I mean, it was, it was 93 and we are kind of talking about that same period of time where everything was wanting to be a Batman. Oh my having God. that kind of gothic vibe to it. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, like, okay, yeah, you know, fair enough. So you had Batman, and then yeah, I think one of the Adams Family's movies came out around that time. It was <sighs> just as dark. Mm-hmm. Oh, those would be so good. When was Adams Family? Oh, we're gonna, totally going to have to add that to the Oh, list. God, yeah. Oh, my God. And I'm just thinking about all the Scooby-Doo specials. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. Especially, shut up, Josh. He hates Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> I've still never seen the first live-action movie. Oh, well, you don't have to see the live action. You don't one. have to see any of them. But shut up. 91, Adam's Family. 91, okay. I love that. There's movie. a great witch episode in Scooby Doo. You sound so deflected. There's just a witch episode with a witch. It's good. What are they called? The Hex Sisters or something like that? Oh my God. They're so cool. When when they and they when they did the new Scooby Doo series, mm-hmm. Scooby Doo Incorporated, and they brought them back, that was like my Wait, favorite. Wait, did they did they have a band? Yes, 
Oh yeah, and they and they would do this thing with like this herbs or whatever. It would soothe their vocal cords, yeah. but they thought they were making po- Oh my god, why do I remember this? <laughs> why? Because it was Re- so good. Remember, Kyle, this is taking up residence in your brain cells. This uh, is ki- this is keeping other things out. <laughs> I have filled my brain with far worse things that take up space. I assure you. All right, Hocus Pocus. Let's talk about this film. Hocus yes. Pocus is a 1993 American comedy horror fantasy film directed by Kenny Ortega, starring Bette Midler, Kathy Nim, uh, Nim, Nunjmi, and Sarah Jessica Parker, written by Neil Cuthbert and Mick Garris, and based on the story by Garris and David Kushner. Uh, it follows the villainous trio of witches who are inadvertently resurrected by a teenage male virgin in Salem, Massachusetts. Mm. It is the first time in a Disney movie that the word virgin is ever mentioned. And it's mentioned huh. a lot. Oh, yeah. It is, Come. actually. <laughs> you could do a drinking game to this and do a shot every time someone says virgin, virgin. or candle. <laughs> it's a male virgin. Ooh, the mysterious male virgin. <laughs> Although it was not a critical or commercial success when first released, Hocus Pocus has become a cult film largely from annual airings on the Disney Channel and Freeform, formerly ABC Family. Hmm. Uh, Hocus Pocus is good. It's a damn fine cup of movie. <laughs> I want. All right, we've just found Sorry. our first T-shirt. A damn fine cup of movie. I yes, that's definitely to, a T-shirt. I had to melt <laughs> Twin Peaks into this because why not? Yeah. Oh, oh, that's great, though. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a coffee cup with just, like, all of a sudden just a whole bunch of film just spilling out the oh, top. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As black as you can make it, please. <laughs> no scream or sugar. Sorry. <laughs> ah. Just keep coming, huh? Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, this, this was definitely a movie that um, I really, really liked it as a kid. I definitely had... Quite a good set of fond memories watching this. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's a it's a good film. Uh, I, you know, this is going to be one of the ones that we kind of do just a high five around the table because, as said, it's it's a good film, and trying to come up with criticisms are very hard. It has <laughs> bet freaking Midler. Yeah, in it. yeah. I could come up with criticisms, but those all have to do with continuity in general, like film faux pas. But that it has nothing to do with the quality of the movie itself. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think actually where I want to go with the uh, with the analysis, I, I don't know, Sabrina, if you want to if you want to lead the uh, the details of the plot, but uh, I can go ahead. Let's go ahead and talk about the actual people involved. Yeah. As you mentioned, Bette Midler, yes, who just chews up the scenery in this, and is actually Winifred. and is actually stated by Bette Midler as her favorite movie. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Of all the movies that she has done, she's just like, oh, I love Hocus Pocus. It was just like, why don't you just like go to Comic Con? Yeah. Dressed up as, as the Hocus Pocus Witch. Oh my God. I just realized Sarah Jessica Parker plays Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yes, she does. <laughs> What's the name of my character? Uh, Sarah. Sarah. Okay. <laughs> That's amazing. It's almost like they cast her for the part. Oh. I'm sure it was just incidental. Um,. Though, really, is like looking at these names, Winifred definitely sounds like an older name. Would Sarah have been like a 1800s yeah. name? Sarah, isn't Sarah um, 
thought Sarah was one of the names of the actual women who were uh, hanged at the Salem Witch Trials, wasn't it? Uh, could be. I, that seems I like fact-checking I would have to do. That no, but Sarah's an old name. Okay. Yeah. It is It is definitely an old name. And Mary is certainly an old name. Oh, quite. Yeah, well, it's yeah. biblical, so. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you have, uh, as I said, Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy uh, Nemjmi. I'm going to just go with that. It's an M-A-J-I-M-Y. Quite the name to try and uh, but as uh, Mary Sanderson, who is just kind of like the, the, a little bit more of the, the large, bumbling, sniffy witch. <laughs> sniffy witch. Sniffy witch. That sounds like a place you don't go to. Sniffy witch. Hey, guys, we're going to go down to the sniffy witch, try and get some drinks. You guys coming? <laughs> oh, my God. Please make this a real thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to open up a bar, a dive bar the called sniffy, the sniffy witch. Yeah. And you can only come in if you talk old timey and <laughs> yes make it so number one <laughs> all right uh, let's see you've got omri katz as max who is essentially every 90s kid in a movie yeah a little too 90s kid like, in a movie like i'm wearing a flannel shirt and it's baggy and i just moved this actor and, hmm. what kind of name is omri katz well, I don't know what kind of name is Zebulon Omschmacher, but uh, apparently I know someone who knows one. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, see, Omri Katz, if we want to say the things that he has done, he has been in Hocus Pocus. He was in uh, Dallas, the original airing of Dallas, Erie, Indiana, and that's pretty oh, much about wait. it. He was in Erie, Indiana? He was in Erie, Indiana. Okay, Anna, that actually Marshall Teller. a lot because the kid who's first name is zebulon is also from like the erie indiana area so i think maybe there's just some maybe if you live in erie indiana they have like a, a hat full of names you can pick <laughs> <laughs> and he just got like all of a sudden they shuffled and they're just like oh we grabbed the bag with the o <laughs> wow. oh no uh yeah and he hasn't done any work since 2002 Okay. So is he still a, alive? Yeah, he's still alive, at okay. least by IMDb. The last time I mean, it's been updated. He just looks too normal, which might have been fine in the 90s, but nowadays they're like, we need someone special. So like, yeah. So let's see. Uh, Thora Birch did Danny, and Danny was the little sister, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah. Okay. That name sounds familiar. Is she still doing stuff? Uh, she is. Let's see. Ghost World in 2001. Um, she's still doing uh, TV series all the way up to this year. Uh, she was in Colony, whatever that was, just in two episodes. But mostly the only other thing beyond Hocus Pocus was Ghost World in 2001. Huh. And I guess she was in Patriot Games as Sally Ryan. No idea. <laughs> Uh, and then you have Vanessa Shaw, uh, who has been in 310 to Yuma, Hocus Pocus, Eyes Wide Shut, so you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, two Lovers, so she's had a few uh, few other large roles as well. Um, and that kind of makes get, takes care of... Oh, well, there's one person that's particularly notable who has gone on to do a ton of work that you pointed out, Sabrina. Oh, uh, Doug. The guy who played the cat? No. No, the guy that played the zombie. Doug, oh yeah, Doug. Um, uh, Doug Jones, Doug Billy Jones. Butcherson. 
You may know Doug Jones as that guy that plays all the creatures you love in all your movies. Oh, yeah. So how about, you know, your Abe Sapien? How about your, you know, Amphibian Man from Shape of Water? How about the Pale Man from Pan's Labyrinth? So this is his first starring role, or not starring role, but his first role was being a zombie in Hocus Pocus. <laughs> and from then forward, he was a monster in everything else. <laughs> I don't know. I never really saw him as a monster when he was Abe Sapien. I always liked Abe. I always I liked love Abe. Abe. Let's see. So it wasn't his first, but it was definitely one of his larger ones. I guess he was in McDonald Land, which was the TV series in the eighties. But yeah, he was. He's. This is like. Oh look, he was Thin Clown in Batman Returns. Thin Clown. <laughs> I am Thin Clown. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it must have been one of the uh, leftover Joker gang members or whatever. <laughs> Beware me, I am the Thin Clown. <laughs> you got you got Slenderman and Thin Clown. Which would you be more afraid of? I think I'd be more afraid of the clown, honestly. I mean, Slenderman, like, we never know what he does bad. He just makes the screen go static. Like, he could just be giving you a hug from behind, just going like, hey, know. things are going to be okay. I kind of want to watch the movie just for funsies. Yeah, that's the first time that something from a writing contest has gotten so big that it turned into an actual like movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's the the Twitter uh, bio that turned into Shit My Dad Says, the TV show. Which was immediately canceled. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that 140 characters was all that was worth. Yeah, pretty much. Uh so, yeah, Doug Jones does a ton of monster movies. That's actually really cool. Yep. All right. Well, let's go ahead. I'll, um, if you would like, sweetie, I will uh, detail the plot, and you can stop me at any time. Sound good? Or you want to sit over here? All right. Sounds good. I got the <laughs> thumbs up, which works really well on a podcast. <laughs> the year is, is 1693 on October 31st near Salem, Massachusetts. Thackeray Banks sees his little sister, Emily, spirited away to the cottage by three witches. To, yeah, spirited away to the cottage of three witches. There you go. There, the Sanderson sisters, Winifred, Mary, and Sarah, cast a spell on Emily to absorb her youth and regain their own, killing her in the process. Thackeray confronts the witches who transform him into an immortal black cat to live with his guilt for not saving Emily. The townsfolk, led by Binks's father, capture the witches. But before being hanged, Winifred's spellbook casts a curse that will resurrect the witches during a full moon on All Hallows' Eve when any virgin lights the black flame candle. Thackeray guards the cottage to ensure that no one summons the witches. Anything so far? Good details? Yeah, good details. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But you said 1593, right? Uh, uh, 1693. No, that's right. Okay, that math's out. I don't know why I was thinking the other way. Math is not my specialty. So, you know, colonial... Right, 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 col- right. Colonial Massachusetts. Right, right. Definitely during them good old-fashioned witch trials. Yeah. And the beginning part, like, so it's interesting, but it's also just kind of, it's entirely set up. Um, I feel sad that everybody back in those ages, like, never had shoes. <laughs> yeah, like, like getting shoes was like you, you had money. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, oh, I'm just going to run around and uh, just be here in the forest. Just, people in Barley had some mighty fine calluses back then, I would imagine. Like little hobbit feet. Yeah. Old... Oh, God, what's her name? Uh, d- d- well, uh, 
I forget the the order of the names of the witches, which is the one Bette Midler played. Winifred. <laughs> Winifred, that's right. Uh, you know, just say in 1600s, she had neon green and black striped leggings. Don't know where she got those. The the local colonial hot topic, perhaps. <laughs> well, we're just going to say that, you know, they have their own cottage out here in the middle of nowhere. They're very self-sufficient. I, I Yeah. You know, they're getting their own supplies. Like, Nobody's going to build that cottage. One of them built that cottage. One of them had to build it. Or that they cottage. killed the person who had that cottage. You know, one of that. Um, so, I just love her hairstyle, though, because it, I, I don't know if it's supposed to be doing it on purpose, but it definitely gave me like Queen Elizabeth vibes. Well, she's even got oh, that, well, yeah. like the painted lips, like the way the, the, the lipstick is only like over part of the lips, so it makes it look like constantly pursed. Right. Yes. Yeah. yes. So. Um, meanwhile, like, uh, the other two sisters, Sarah is just kind of like, oh, I'm hardly in this corset. Bounce, 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 bounce. <laughs> hey, she was young and she had really bouncy boobies. Yeah, definitely was. And, <laughs> and Mary more or less is just kind of like more kind of just hunched over and just, he, he. I'm, I'm the, I'm more or less the comic relief of the three beyond the point that Sarah plays the airhead. She's the Igor of the group. Yes. <laughs> I mean, she usually was like part of the comedic relief in other movies she did. Yeah. So, yeah. Character actors. Yeah. She was in uh, Legally Blonde, wasn't she? Just like the girl in Salon or whatever. Um, I don't remember her being in that. I mean, she was she was an older woman by that point for sure, but she's she seems so familiar for it. I mean, she was done a lot of stuff. Yeah, it, it was just interesting. Yeah, definitely like a character actor. It definitely fulfilled that role in this movie for mm. sure. The the funny but like kind of plump, you know, comic relief. Mm -hmm. Like uh, like a slapstick relief. Ah, uh, yes. You may yeah. also know her from Sister Act. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Be oh, yeah. One and two, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you would know her. Uh, she was also Tilly the Hippo in Cats Don't Dance. Aw. There you go. Yeah, that's right. That was her voice. I love that movie. Uh, for some reason, there's a. I I just want to add this in because it's it it's in bright red and uh, just kind of jumps out to me. Well, first off, she was also in Wally as Mary, which is nice. But she's in a film that doesn't have an IMD listing right now from 2017 called Dating My Mother, which uh, just as bright red. I'm just like, wait a second. Well, when it's in red, I think that means it's still in production. Yes. Oh, they probably started in 2017, so yeah. they're probably still working on it. Right. Yeah. But it's just the title of it of just like dating my mother. I was like, wait, oh, okay, wait, that can be taken different ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's see. Back over here, and eh, this mouse is too small. I'm having to lean. All right. 300 years later, on October 31st, 1993, Max Dennison is feeling unsettled from his family's sudden move from Los Angeles to Salem. Max takes his younger sister, Danny, trick-or-treating, where they turn into Max's new crush, Allison. Allison mentions that her family owns the Sanderson Cottage as a museum. Max, in an effort to impress Allison, invites her to show him uh, the Sanderson house to convince him that the witches were real. <laughs> so yeah, Max is a little shit. Yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> I mean, like this is one of those things that, like, I'm sure that during my watching as as a dorky kid, 
like I would have been like, oh yeah, I totally relate to him. Like I moved and I hated the people when I moved because they didn't understand me and they didn't get me and stuff like that. But then I'm just looking at him and I'm going like, these, these bullies of yours are total pushovers. You can just like walk right past them and none of them will do shit. Yeah. But he's just going to be like, no, here, just take this candy. Uh. Oh, God. Yeah, actually, like, the, it was one of those cringy parts of the movie for me, especially because, like, I had the little brother who would tell all these other people that, you know, I could totally kick their ass. I was just like, Jacob, shut up. <laughs> I'm not that kind of brother. <laughs> Fight your own battles. <laughs> it's not that I wouldn't defend the little shit. It's just that, like, I, I could totally feel that awkward, like, embarrassing thing when... Uh, when Danny was talking about how much of a badass he was, and he was just like, oh, my God, please just shut up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. will be a sponge, but I will not enjoy being the sponge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, and he has just this giant hizzy fit because he's just like, also, he also has one of those, like, awesome rooms from, like, Little Monsters. Yeah, what the hell is it with these kids having... I didn't have shit when I was a kid. He has, like, this top balcony room that's just, like, all to his own. His own deathly stairway that he could fall down when he sneaks liquor up into his room for the first time. But, hey, it's a cool place to be so that you could be with, like, this girl that you're into, and you're just kind of leaning on the steps going, like, yeah. Wow. You know, but it's in your room, so it's private. It's yours room. Right, right. Uh, yeah, it's, it's what it's again, one of those like, oh man, this is just, it's like, (laughs) it really is. And he's just wearing flannel all the time because that was the only colors of the early nineties. The only pattern of the nineties was spots in flannel. And I think we had blossom and like Kurt Cobain to thank for that. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. (laughs) It it was, it was the only, it was the national flag of the nineties, depression and flannel. Flannel is still here. Yeah, but it wasn't like big flannel. Big frumpy overcoats that were flannel. No, now it's for big frumpy gay bears and lesbians. <laughs> so back where it belongs, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, I it covers the whole flannel. spectrum. It's a you very outdoorsy thing to wear. You don't. You don't have to to be queer to enjoy flannel. That's no. for sure. I'm not saying it doesn't hurt. Either. I love a flannel. <laughs> a nice flannel print shirt is still one of my favorites. Especially if it's it's if it's not like the standard colors and it's something a little bit outside like the normal greens and reds and browns and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no I'm still trying to find the same print of this red flannel uh, flannel flannel <laughs> flannel hat <laughs> it's a plaid print of red flannel on a hat that would match a hoodie that I bought at Target that is probably the most comfortable hoodie I own. Oh, I can't wait until well I don't like winter but I can't wait until winter to wear it because it is not a good summer coat. You know, one thing I realized about this movie when I'm trying to remember back to parts of it, for some reason I'm getting it mixed in with Jumanji because it also features, like, a kid upset about, like, his situation and parents being bullied. Yeah, yeah, actually, it's very similar, and even the even the dad is just as dismissive of the whole and, thing. And there's still a bike, and yeah, dismissive parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, another trope of the 90s found, like kid with bike getting bullied by pretty like completely spineless bullies yeah no all right 
Investigating inside the cottage, Max lights the black flame candle and inadvertently resurrects the witches, who plot to consume their plan to continue their plan to suck out the souls of all of Salem's children, beginning with Danny. Escaping, Max steals Winifred's spellbook on advance from Thackeray. Uh, the witches pursue them to a cemetery where Winifred raises her unfaithful lover, Billy Butcherson, as a zombie to chase them on foot. The witches try to acclimate to 20th century, but are horrified to discover that Halloween has become a holiday. <laughs> the witches plan to achieve their goals or they will be disintegrated at sunrise. They pursue the children across town using Mary's enhanced sense of smell. Max and Allison and Danny find their parents at a Halloween party at the town hall where Winifred then enchants the party goers to dance and sing until they die. Play Le a song. Play leading to. You, you ready for this? Play a song. It's, it's as if I had this song ready. I have put a spell on you. And now you're gone. Gone. It is a very good song. It's a very good song. It's a very good version of that song. I love Bette Midler. <laughs> She's I really right. honestly just love Bette Midler. Oh, gosh. She is amazing. She plays this part so well. You can tell she was definitely way into it. Yeah. Like, way, way into it. I would love to, like, if I didn't get to do anything else, I would love to play, like, some crazy witch lady on TV just, like, once. You know, I mean, Halloween is coming up. You could totally be uh, Winifred or Winnie from from Hocus Pocus for Halloween if you wanted to. Yeah. I mean, looking at Bette Midler's career, it's actually kind of funny because she chooses movies so, like, sparingly mm -hmm. that... Hocus Pocus kind of does stand out a little bit. So before this, she had she did 1990 Stella, nominated for a Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Actress. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Followed by For the Boys, where she was Golden Globe Award for Best Actress. Wow. Then Scenes from Them All, the Nothing About It, and then Hocus Pocus, which was nominated Saturn Award for Best Actress, and then Unaccredited in Get Shorty. So, oh, yeah. So it's and it's one of these things where it is 1990, 1991, 93, and then 95. Like, she just took Hocus Pocus of just like, this seems fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what was the movie she was in where she was such a bitch and they, they ran her off a cliff and nobody gave a shit? I don't know. Does it sound familiar at no. all? No. Oh, my God. It's, I, I mean, it's so great. I can't remember the name of it. No, she is just, like, the backbone bitch of a family, and, like, everybody hates her, and then when she finally dies, like, everyone's coming out of the woodwork, I guess, for whatever money she had. Do you know roughly about what year? Uh, I'm gonna go with between 95 and 2000. Okay, Is that the one where they, like, they try to kill each other, but they don't actually die? I think so, but she does. Okay, oh, so okay. the movies from 95 to 2000 get shorty. The First Wives Club, mm -hmm. That Old Feeling, mm -hmm. Get Bruce, mm -hmm. Fantasia 2000, and What Women Want. That's weird. Maybe it was later than that. I don't know. Um, I don't even have signal in here to Google it. It would just be Bette Midler 
or, <laughs> driving or, or, off a cliff or drowning Mona. I think it was drowning. Mona. Drowning Mona. Yeah, was that after two thousand? Uh, that was two thousand on the dot. Oh, okay. I All had right, to then. scroll down a little bit. I think that maybe that's what it was. Uh, did it also feature Danny DeVito? I believe so. Okay, yes. then yes, it yeah, would yeah, be yeah, drowning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because like she, yeah, she went off the cliff in her car because her brakes wouldn't work, and that's how she died. Mm. And it was into the water, so probably drowning Mona's about right. Yes. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I think I have seen that one. Her keys fit her son's car, however, so she takes it and drives off in a bend. The brakes fail completely, and she drives off a cliff, cliff into the Hudson River. Yeah. There you go. We solved a crime. Hooray. A drowning crime. Really bad information. <laughs> uh, let's see. Looking back on here. Doo, doo, doo. So, wait, so that, that, that song they were singing, that was also casting an actual spell on the crowd, right? Yes. Yeah. So that was that was one of the things that I actually really liked about it. For them, for them to do their spell work in the first place, it had to be not just a rhyme, but an actual singing of some sort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So why did it not affect the kids? Because they weren't already dancing? I think because it wasn't targeted at them. Hmm. Maybe, well, also maybe, they were resisting. Yeah. They, they knew it was a spell. So it's one of those that you have to accept the spell. Hmm. They, 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 because they already were aware of the witches, I think they weren't able to be bewitched in that fashion. Mm-hmm. And their and their goal wasn't to uh, the witch's goal rather it wasn't to trap the children that way because they need the children for their potion, so that's probably why they remained unaffected. So here's one thing that is kind of ridiculous is the fact that this town still like upholds like the Sanderson sisters as being these like villains of the town and everything. But the moment that somebody comes up and is like, "Hey, this shit's happening," they're like, "Fuck off, kid." Right. Well, because, like, <laughs> it was all fairy tale, you know? That's the way it was supposed to be. Nobody yeah. actually thought it would come true. Yeah, but they're also so invested in it that they're teaching it inside of your, like, high school class. Just like, do you know the story of the Sanderson sisters? Well, There's a black flame candle that if a virgin burns, and they're just like, well, then, I don't know, let's fucking right, toss that candle. I don't it know. was also Halloween, so I think their teacher was just having fun and telling them a Halloween story. Yeah. It had something to do with the town and the local history. Meanwhile, Max is just like, Meh. I, I also feel like, so I see I see a flaw for sure in, in their whole resurrection in general, which is the only thing that really kind of graded me about, about the movie other than post-production value versus, versus like 93 versus today, 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, why cast the spell when you're about to be hung that you only get to be resurrected for a day. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it seemed very the mummy to me in a way, you know, it's just like, you don't, don't resurrect this. It will become a God. Uh, but it's kind of the opposite. It's like, uh, uh, do resurrect us, but we'll only live for one day it just, or even a night. Wasn't it? It was just a night that they would come back yeah, until and, sunrise, until sunrise. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like a shoddy spell. You know, like maybe it wasn't that. What I, I don't know if those were the limitations on it or what, but it, it just. I mean, like, I think it, I think it's meant to be a limitation because you you want to make them seem powerful, but you don't want. As well, yeah, they're like because like most of the time when people talk about magic, they talk about magic having just have like built-in limitations or things that you have to do to make it last. Yeah, or or balance in general. Yeah, because like otherwise you can be come OP. back to life, but you will die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I I get it, but at the same time, it's like I, 
she couldn't she have chosen a different resurrection spell maybe 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 a better candle of some sort i don't know yeah and, and it was weird that she didn't know all the spells in her book because supposedly when a witch has a spell book all the spells in there are spells that she created so you would think she would know all of them but she couldn't remember any of her spells without the book it it might have also she might have also stolen it I guess that's true, but the book listened to her, so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe she... Oh, okay, and the other theory is that she killed the witch that it used to belong to, stole her book, stole her power, and then... Made her into a book? Made her into a book, <laughs> sure. <laughs> that, uh, that, I actually really love that idea. I mean, that's actually not 100% where I was going with it, but you, you took the reins and you made it great. <laughs> I'm now a book! <laughs> I'm forced to listen to your whims. Damn uh, it. <laughs> at Jacob Bailey High School, the children trap the witches in a kiln and burn them alive, leading them to end the movie and it's over. Wait, no, it's not. Nah. While celebrating, the witch's curse revives them again. Not realizing that the witches haven't truly died, Max and Allison open the spell book in an effort to reverse the spell on Binks because he is a immortal talking cat who... Um, Essentially, at one point, gets run over by a car and is just like, eh, don't worry, I'm cool. I think that is a point. That was, that was definitely the point during the movie that's just like, ah, da, da, da. oh, crap. Oh, wait, he's just going to like reinflate back up like he's a balloon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's <laughs> this flat cat. <laughs> it's it's like he he was made of inflatable uh, self inflating uh, uh, inflatable mattress. You know, oh. you just push the button and. <laughs> oh yeah, and don't forget that it was actually Sarah driving the bus at the time that he hit him. Oh, that's right. She's sitting on the lap of that creepy bus. Yeah. <laughs> God, he was such a creep. I don't mean creep as in like gives. Well, I guess gives you the willies. I I do. Now, he definitely wanted to give him some willies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bus driver shaming. I'm just saying it's like, no, that was that was grade A like man creep, like womanizer man creep. That's why I think I had a problem with him. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it was also like the nineties style of just like, hey, it's fine for a public worker to talk to women like this. Oh, oh. right. Yeah, no, before all the, the major sexual harassment clauses. Yeah. You know, it's okay for me to look at you and ogle you. Hey, come sit on my lap and play on my wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The open spell book reveals the location to, of the group for the witches, and the witches track them down and kidnap Danny. Uh, and now it's, like, weirdly personal, so they they can they can get all the children in the entire town. But now, since they're pissed off, they only want to go after they, Danny. They, yeah, it's 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 like no, I'm not saying it that way. It's a revenge thing for sure. Oh, but it's the dumbest revenge thing. It, it, well, most of them usually yeah. are. Yes, it, it, it's one of those like parts of it. It definitely is the number one flaw of their <laughs> logic because like they have the entire town's children coming when Sarah starts her song. Yeah, yeah. And they are outside the house and they just need to grab one and drain its life. Literally anyone would do. Yes. Yeah. Any but child and they're back and they're like, "Sweet, we will destroy all of you including you. Why not leave you to be last so you get to enjoy the suffering of all?" But no, we want to do you first because we need a MacGuffin that causes us to die. Yeah, we need we need a vendetta with uh, with no no positive outcome. Yeah. 
Yeah, she was. It's just weird. If she was so worried about dying, though, you would think she would be worried more about just making sure she can get the spell and just drain somebody to live forever. But no, I'm going to fixate on this one girl because that's more important than living. Even though I made the spell to come back to life to begin yeah, with. Yeah. Yeah, that part never was really made any sense. Or how uh, about or how about this particular scene where uh, Max and Allison rescue Danny and Thackeray by tricking the witches into believing sunrise has come an hour early. Oh, God, <laughs> oh, yes. God, yeah. Yeah, with red paper over the headlights, no less. <laughs> that was great. That was definitely uh, great. That was totally dumb. And it's just like the witches <laughs> didn't realize that they weren't ah. in pain. I don't Guess know. Not. <laughs> no, oh, I have to be dramatic about my death. I feel fine. Though, Hold but, on. Oh, oh. <laughs> let, let them run out of the cottage now. Let them go. Uh, oh, crap. Criminy. <laughs> Back at the uh, cemetery, Max runs into Billy, who cuts open his stitched mouth and insults Winifred, joining Max to protect Danny. Interesting point. The moths that come out of his mouth are real. He was actually holding on to a wad of, of cotton and three actual moths. That's gross. That is some daddy fucking cation <laughs> right there. Do you expect, Holy shit. Do you expect anything else from that guy? After looking at him, no. <laughs> no, not at all. But he, he is a man I want to have some whiskey and some conversation with. Oh, he would be so fun. Oh, my God. Do you think he smokes cigars? I'll totally get a cigar. Absolutely. Let's contact him. I would love to. You to... know, you should honestly see what it would take to get him out here for a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think we'd have far more a chance going down to L.A. than us and then being like, would you like to come to a college campus in the San Francisco Bay Area? Hey, man, for for all you know, maybe my friends who actually live out in like the New Mexico area, uh, they sent a letter to Jack Black to ask him to be a stunt double in one of their movies, and he just came out and did it. Oh yeah, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> he does that. I mean, there. What is it? There's that uh, that uh, South African band mm -hmm. that you really like. The Antwoord? Yeah, and they are the then he's actually in like one of their music videos. Just like <laughs> just shows up. Well, hey, it's Jack Black. It, yeah. There was a bunch of uh well known people they had in that video actually. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just Jack Black. They also had Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Ma makes you wonder uh, is he out of the wheelchair yet? Oh, he must be. He's on tour again. Yeah. I mean, the Marilyn Foo Fighters Manson. still like <laughs> toured with somebody with a broken leg, so I like him especially now that he's old. <laughs> is that weird <laughs> no 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 it's great did you know that he was in the series salem i i had yes i saw that but i didn't get to that part where he shows up yet he's in season three but i knew he did the song for it and i was like oh that's weird he did a song for a show and i was yeah, wondering yeah. why i'm like well, oh he's in it yeah yeah, well, yeah. He, he's he's actually uh he he and brandon braga actually are on, on good speaking terms i guess like they're they're kind of buddy buddy since he started doing the show or whatever, and oh. he's an actual satanic too, by the yeah. way. Um, which is interesting because from what I knew, that was just like as Marilyn Manson as a character, he would be into like satanic, like or being a satanic. But I didn't actually expect that of the actual person portraying oh, Marilyn Manson. Yeah, I think he even has an honorary title that was given to him by the guy that started the. Yeah, yeah, the actual uh, church of yeah, uh, yeah, church yeah. Of Satan, yeah. yeah. Naughty Catholics, as we call them. Yeah, I mean, actually, <laughs> ha have you seen some of their commandments? It's a damn good religion, actually. 
No pun intended. <laughs> damn good. <laughs> this religion's damn good. <laughs> Satanic. That sounds like it, a damn fine choice. It is. It is. It is pretty. Like I have. Uh, I last podcast on the left has definitely done stuff on the sa- the actual satanic practices and as much there it's essentially just like a religion of people who are just going as metal as possible but the basis is hey don't be a dick yeah no don't be a dick should be the baseline of any religion and it's oddly not yeah anyway back at the cemetery as we said max runs into billy who cuts open his stitched up mouth and insults winifred joining Max to protect Danny. The witches attack, and Winifred attempts to suck out the soul from Danny with a single vial of potion she revived from her cauldron. Also, Danny, you are goddamn stupid. Oh, totally. The number one thing, do not leave this area. It is covered in salt. They cannot touch you. It doesn't matter. Max, uh, Not Max's head, but uh, um, Billy's head bumps off. Rolls down the hill, and she's like, Oh, let me get that for you. Oh, no, no, I'm kidnapped. Yep. She is an idiot. Yep. Like, just sit here. Regardless, anything happens, just sit here. They won't do anything. Yeah. They'll that, wait, die. That's, that's how she got kidnapped the first time, wasn't it? Uh, I think they kind of... Uh, yeah, how was the first time that she got oh, kidnapped? Heck if I, know. I mean, well, they were in the they were in the cottage when she got taken la- the first time. Not their and, house. They were in the house. Danny's house. Oh, that's right. That's okay. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, you yeah, know, they almost got away with taking her again because she ran out of the salt circle. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. There Ugh. definitely are several points at the end of this movie which are just like the heroes being complete idiots in a way that just kind of prolongs the witches actually seeming more competent than they actually are. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like when it comes down to it, they were more like, oh, do we make the right choice or do we make 15 more minutes of movie? Movie. (laughs) (laughs) We need more runtime. Let's see. Thackeray leaps on Winifred and knocks the potion out of her hand and into Max's, but then thrown to the ground and, uh, let's see, but is then thrown to the ground and mortally wounded rather than smashing the vial, which makes all the sense in the world. Oh, totally. (laughs) Max then drinks the vial, which forces the witches to take him instead of Danny. Instead of denying them, and then they can't do shit. <laughs> God damn. Really, the more we talk about it, the more I realize the end of this movie is goddamn stupid. <laughs> it, it, like I said, there are a lot of like things about the production of this movie that I have thoughts about now watching it as an adult. But I still love it. Oh, yeah. It's- Knowing that certain things about this movie are terrible are kind of go hand in hand with why I like terrible movies. And because I really liked this movie when it came out, I can kind of lump it in with like, well, now I like it for other reasons as an adult. I mean, I like it because of the witches. Yeah. Like the witches are Bette Midler, you know, um, Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, and she whose name she you and she say. who has a difficult name. Yeah, um, they do such a great job that even though the rest of the characters are at worst at best boring and at worst just like <laughs> bring and cause the plot to drag to a halt because they do something stupid like it's still really enjoyable and it's halloween and they really go for halloween oh yeah i i have i am an adult i have been an adult for far too long and have never been to a party like that adult party i am only adult sized i am not an adult <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, all right, let's see. Um, so he drinks the vial because that's a dumb thing to do. As the sun rises, Winifred is unable to drain Max's life force from him because he just keeps kicking and flailing, and he ain't going to let it. Wee! <laughs> uh, and uh, unable to drain the life force from him after falling into hollow ground, and she soon turns to stone and is disintegrated to dust along with her sisters. Uh, as the satisfied Billy returns to his grave, Thackeray dies, freeing his soul. Sabrina, this was the point that you had stated many times before you cried at. You seem to be able to hold it in this time. I mean, I've seen it like a bajillion times. That, and watching the kitty die. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. I mean, if you watch a cat die like a bajillion times and then you feel nothing, that's <laughs> that's how you get on the uh, path to, oh, gosh, what is it? Um... Yeah, you are actually a psychopath then. Sociopath. Sociopath. <laughs> no, it still makes me sad. No, for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also like a weird inflatable cat, not a real one. And then he turns into a ghost, like half British man. So He's a colonial, a colonial man who talks about having to wait three hundred years for a virgin to light a candle. <laughs> God, I'm, if you put it like that, that's just kind of like one of the things of like he lights the candle and instead of a cat, he's just sitting there on the catwalk like, "Hello, oh, <laughs> I've been God. waiting three hundred years for a virgin to appear." <laughs> <laughs> Like a really, really <laughs> creepy Cheshire cat. <laughs> all, all of a sudden, the role is now played by, uh, what was his name, Ron? Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. Oh, come just, on. Just, no. take it, just take it right out of the Orgasmo episode. Oh, just God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look up here. Yeah, I bet you didn't expect that. <laughs> you weren't here for those, were you, Sabrina? No, but I, wa- I watched them. I decided I wasn't here for the podcast. No, you had, you had, uh, you had Bridley stuff. I think that day you had better was, things. No, it was it was work, workish stuff. Oh, well, that's still that's still you had something to do. I I missed you for that one. <laughs> I know I wanted to do it, but I had a last minute thing I had to make. So yeah, yeah. it's all good. Uh, but, yeah, let's roll through this. He thanks Max, Danny, and Allison for their help and bids farewell before he and Emily walk into the afterlife. As the credit ends, the exhausted partygoers are freed from the spell and they return home. Meanwhile, at the Sanderson Cottage, Jay and Ernie, the two male bullies who earlier tormented Max and Danny, remain imprisoned in their cages while passing the time singing, Row, Row, Row Your Boat. The film Ah. film ends with a Winnie spellbook opening its eye, implying that Winnie's last words reactivated. The resurrection spell. Mm. Is that what it was supposed to be? I guess. That didn't make much sense. Also, her turning into a statue when she died didn't make sense, but I guess that was the hollow ground. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. She can't you can't stand on hollowed ground. You become a statue if you're a witch. That okay. was that whole oh, that okay. was that whole kind of explained but unexplained thing. I think they read it in a book or or, or uh, Thackeray knew that or Binks rather knew that. It was it didn't really make much sense when that happened when I was just like, "Wait, why'd she turn into a statue and yet the other one's just exploded?" Because but, yeah. the, well, she did explode as a statue once the sunlight actually hit her, but because it hit her sisters in the air first they they went poof and the sun hadn't quite hit the ground yet where she was instead she turned to stone and then yeah she went Mm -hmm. and that is hocus pocus that is pocus hocus 
Oh, what are our feelings of Pocus Hocus? I love it. It's a classic. You have to watch it if you haven't seen it. It's definitely a must-see. Yeah. It, yeah, I'm going to put it out there on my must-see list. Like, I I do have to say that after talking about it and kind of watching it again, the heroes are idiots. Oh, definitely. Complete and total 90s idiots. <laughs> um, but still, like I said, that Midler chews the scenery the entire time and is having a great time, and it's very evident that she is having a really good time. Definitely. You, you can definitely see the enthusiasm in her character acting it the whole time that she's going, and that's probably one of the things that makes it really great. I would definitely say if you've never watched it before, watch it. Don't be so critical. It's easy to be critical of like movies like these, but I think that if you take it for what it is and you just try to kind of reignite your childhood or your ability to enjoy things that way, you will definitely enjoy the hell out of this movie. Yeah. Would you like some fun trivia? Trivia. Everybody loves fun trivia based off of IMDb information. Let's see. Or lack there. Uh, the script was brought uh, was bought by Disney in the mid 1980s, but the studio sat on the project for eight years until they decided to make it. The original title was Halloween House. It was supposed to be much darker and scarier, but the finished project was much softer, included more slapstick. Rumors that Disney had considered turning it into a made-for-TV movie at one point had been widely spread over the internet but had not been confirmed by cast and crew. The internet of 1990-something? Yeah. Like, like the... Just, just uh, use net boards, just like, I understand there's a Halloween house movie. We're uh, all nice on the internet now. Oh, gosh, everybody was really nice on the internet. We're going to be very helpful <laughs> and not say mean things or spread lies. We're the internet. <laughs> uh, let's see. During February 10th, 2008 interview with the BBC show Breakfast, Bette Midler stated that it was her favorite film of all time. Uh, her other favorite film roles, according to her, her autobiography, Bette Midler, colon, still divine, uh, was voicing the poodle Georgette and Oliver and Company. Hmm. Hmm. So she very much enjoys Disney movies, it sounds like. I guess if the role is really something she can get into, then yeah. Uh, let's see. The role for Max Dennison was originally offered for Leonardo DiCaprio. Really? He turned it down for What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Uh, Probably a better choice for him. Actually, yeah, because that was one of the other movies that really made his career. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Sarah Jessica Parker plays a witch who is executed during the Salem witch trials. While researching her family history for the show, Who Do You Think You Are? Parker was shocked to discover that her 10th great-grandmother, Esther Elwell, was arrested in Salem, Massachusetts in the late 1600s for committing sundry acts of witchcraft. Uh, and choking a neighbor to death. Ether's case never went to court. She escaped with her life, and the accusation ended the Salem witch trials. Parker said, it has changed everything about who I thought I was. Huh. Wow. How, how interesting that she is the, what, what was it, 10th great-granddaughter of somebody that was the end of the Salem witch trials. Wow. That's, that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I think the film grossed uh, thirty-nine million. Uh, although it became popular over the years, I believe its budget was roughly about twenty-something uh, million. Okay. Uh, yeah, budget was twenty-eight million, gross twenty-nine million. So, I mean, in terms of that's like 
maybe a success, maybe not. That's, Basically, that's, with marketing, you come break yeah. about evening. That's yeah. that's breaking even, but that's also not a flop, at least by the standards of '93. Because what you had uh, four years later, and uh, Titanic came out, and that broke almost like a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. So. That's still doing pretty good, I think, even for its time. Yeah, and then it got replayed for everywhere, and then, you know, as said, cult classic, so. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and Bette Midler will outreign Celine Dion, so. <laughs> Near, far, wherever she is. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> Actually, I think last time I heard she was in Vegas, but she may have left. Celine Dion? No, she's still doing Vegas. Okay, shows. she's still that's, Vegas. That's that's bread and butter for her, Are you yeah. kidding? I was wondering <laughs> if, like, you know, the Lady Gaga's showing up, so I didn't know if she was given the boot. Oh, no, 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 no. Lady Gaga's still doing things in places like Milan and whatnot, so. Oh, she's doing a Vegas show. Oh, is she now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's off and on for a year. Yeah. I mean, she's she's Gaga. She can do what she wants. Yeah, we we purchased tickets to that. It's expensive, as you would expect. Hmm, hmm. I would definitely go see a Gaga concert. Yeah. Anyways, not what this is about. Yeah, but anyway. (laughs) But But this movie is very Gaga. Mm hmm. There you go. Oh, Gaga's gonna be the new Bette Midler. (laughs) <laughs> oh god imagine a, a hocus pocus where lady gaga was i mean she is now doing movies <laughs> i would see a reboot of hocus pocus with lady gaga's oh winter bread all right yes. who, who would we cast as the three witches okay so would, would we want lady gaga to be sarah in that case like do we want to have like a real strong main I, actress well she could play such a strong lead role if she really wanted to i bet she could play the ditzy role of sarah unless we're completely remaking her character i would say we could re- we could tinker with the characters some yeah like yeah, I don't... she could totally play sarah um let's see who would we want like we would want a real large like main stage actress i'm trying to remember her name but one she... that can still sing um, well, oh, yeah, I guess that's the question. We need to find one that could particularly sing. I'm trying to remember. She's she's essentially when you she is the actress that you choose whenever you're like, oh, we need to we need to, like, put an Oscar on top of this. Let me think. I'm not Scarlett Johansson. I'm no, 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 not point. not Scarlett Johansson. Hold on. Um, uh, you two come up with. Let's try and cast some of the other ones while I come up with that choice. I mean. <laughs> oh no! Really Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Okay. Meryl Streep as the uh, as as uh, Winifred. She could play Winifred. I mean, she's played a witch before, so yeah. <laughs> so um, Meryl Streep, Lady Gaga, maybe Cher could be. Ooh, uh, <laughs> wow, you're gonna just we're gonna really just uh, sing this one. I, I don't know. I'm kind of. Um, uh, let's see. I'm almost feeling like a little bit of, if we're going kind of down the same road, let me see. Uh, bridesmaids. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. No, I could totally see Melissa McCarthy. I could even see Melissa McCarthy as Sarah to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Well said, we can recast this however we want. Oh, like yeah, it's only totally. the three, it's the three witches that we care about. Like the, the, uh, as far as I'm From, concerned, Max yeah. could be Michael Sarah and just, you know, just be wow. done with <laughs> Oh, my God, Michael Sarah. Yeah, my, yeah, no, that'll work. Michael Sarah's Max. He's just like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just moved. I just moved here. But Jack Black could be Binks. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh, God, no. I got, God, the scene where he's running through, like, the forest at the very beginning and then just tumbling down the hill oh, yeah, would be yeah, so much funny. One. Just like, oh, oh, God, oh, ow. <laughs> this is starting to turn more into a parody than an actual Oh, but it's reboot. so true. True. 
And the great thing is, is that we could have uh, we could have that guy again to reprise his role. Yeah, he <laughs> could just do. He could just play Billy all over again. Oh, totally, Doug Jones, come back, please. <laughs> we we've got an idea for you. It'll make millions. All right, Disney, you've heard it. You we've got the idea. So now that we've stated it out there, I guess obligations mean that you can't use it. <laughs> you Damn can't it! Take our content. But you can pay us for it. Yeah, uh, yeah, they'll they'll totally do that. That's, no, they'll more likely sue us to never talk about it again. Yeah. <laughs> they'll have the, they'll have this podcast scrubbed from the record. Uh, well, that was Hocus Pocus. So it's, Yay! It's a fun time. You should you should watch Hocus Pocus. It goes goes well. You know what also goes well? Patreon, of course. Which you can go to patreon.com uh, slash sap friends club and be cool like these people, like Chuck, like Dan, like Francis, like item crafting Phoenician and Rodea. They are the coolest. They are the Halloweeniests. They are pretty cool. So I, I'm a fan of them. Uh, so you can go over there if you want to help out. You get early access to episodes. You get access to the Discord room. If you want to add your name to it and be part of our wonderful family of friends, you can do that. Um, <laughs> uh, we are over on Twitter, at Sat Friends Club. Uh, it's been a little while since I've done an update on that just because life has been busy. And uh, over at the website, satfriendsclub.com. Next episode is Kyle's Choice. Yay! What's Kyle's Choice? <laughs> I got Over the Garden Wall. What is that? Uh, it is actually a collection of shorts, uh, and I feel like, I'm hoping I'm using the right word here, it's actually kind of an allegory for the afterlife and uh, the death experience huh. and being an adolescent. Oh, that was difficult. Max was having a hard time. Mm. Like he he was did you hear he moved from uh, from Los Angeles to to uh, to Salem it, it was a difficult time and then he, he then he burned a candle is it like that no thank goodness <laughs> okay well, well we'll find out that that'll be next episode uh, over the garden wall uh, that'll take care of us for this episode um, we will join you next week for more spooky September stuff spook timber spook timber continues all right everyone take care and sleep well. <laughs>